Pure Dog Talk is the voice of purebred dogs. We talk to the legends of the sport and give you the tips and tools to create an awesome life with your purebred dog. From showing to preservation breeding, from competitive obedience to field work, from agility to therapy dogs, and all the fun in between, your passion is our purpose. All right, guys, are you planning your next litter of puppies? Or maybe you just finished your foundation bitch and you're ready to start health testing. Embark, creator of the highest rated dog DNA tests on the market, offers specialized testing just for breeders. And while they're offering a few different tests, only the Embark for Breeders dog DNA kit was made to provide breed-relevant disease screening for your purebred dogs. It includes traits testing, such as coat color and body size, DLA diversity testing, breed ancestry, easy-to-download OFA submission reports, and the only genetic coefficient of inbreeding test available. Find out why thousands of breeders have trusted Embark to enhance their breeding program, including me, through screening for breed-specific genetic conditions, understanding traits, and identifying genetic diversity. To save on the most accurate, most comprehensive dog DNA kit, visit EmbarkVet.com backslash breeders and use the code PUREDOGTALK to take $20 off a full-priced Embark for Breeders dog DNA kit. That's EmbarkVet.com backslash breeders and use the code PUREDOGTALK. Welcome to Pure Dog Talk. I'm your host, Laura Reeves, and today we're going to have some lessons from Orlando and some holiday musings. So, welcome. The extravaganza of purebred dogs, that is the AKC National Championship Week in Orlando, is coming to a close. You know, I skipped the last couple years with the pandemic and all that entailed, So it was really good to be back with the people that many of them I rarely get to see. And I think we all learn something new each time we come to this event. Like how it's possible to walk 10 miles and never actually see the sky. Or, I don't know, just how many shiny suits St. John's actually makes. (laughs) Or what we jokingly refer to as snacks in Orlando where a cheeseburger, an appetizer, and two drinks costs $100. You know, like that. But there's some actually useful lessons to be learned, and some that have happened to friends, some that I've observed, and some of them that have happened to me over the years. So, here we go. First up, dogs put ridiculous things in their mouths. Legit. And even if you're at a high-end hotel, you really need to be observant and careful when you're letting your dog roam free in the room. My friend Ingrid learned this lesson the very, very hard way this week when her chihuahua found and ingested marijuana in a hotel room on her trip to Orlando. She's now extremely aware of the signs of cannabis toxicity in dogs. Apparently, this has become quite an epidemic at veterinary practices, according to Dr. Marty Greer. So for those of you who haven't experienced this, here are some tips. 
Also, don't forget, take a listen to our past podcast on the topic of how cannabis can actually be useful in treating dogs in forms that do not contain THC. All right. Cannabis contains more than a hundred different chemicals or compounds called cannabinoids. THC is the cannabinoid that has the most psychoactive effects. It is also the compound responsible for some of cannabis's medicinal uses, such as treating nausea and improving appetite in cancer patients and people. Other compounds, such as cannabidiol, CBD, have shown promise for medicinal use and do not have psychoactive effects. Unfortunately, dogs have more cannabinoid receptors in their brains than people do, which means the effects of cannabis are more dramatic and potentially more toxic compared to humans. A very small amount of cannabis is all it takes to cause toxicity in cats and dogs, particularly a four-pound chihuahua. Per the VCA Animal Hospital, most of the signs of intoxication are neurological. Pets may become wobbly and uncoordinated. They may be hyperactive or sleepy, disoriented, and or very vocal. Their pupils might dilate, giving them a wild-eyed appearance, and they may drool excessively or vomit. They may also develop urinary incontinence, and in severe cases, tremors, seizures, and coma can result. Now, speaking of the lessons learned here in Orlando, Ingrid observed all of these symptoms in her dog and at first thought her dog was having a hypoglycemic event. And it was only after she had tried to provide carol syrup and, you know, bring the dog's blood sugar up and the dog was not responding that she took it to the emergency vet where they found physical signs, which are very common. Some of the physical signs of cannabis toxicity include slow or a fast heart rate altered blood pressure, and slowed respiration rate. Lethargy and increases or decreases in body temperature may also be observed. Fortunately, these side effects are usually short-lived, but they can still be dangerous and they can make your pet quite miserable. Diagnosis of cannabis toxicity is based on an accurate history and clinical signs. There are tests to determine the level of THC in the urine, but those take time. So the diagnosis is generally made when responsible pet owners provide accurate information regarding the pet's exposure. In other words, if you thought you were sneaking in a little toke and the dog got into it and you don't tell the vet, they can't make a correct observation or a correct diagnosis. So heads up. When a toxin enters the body, often the first line of defense is to get it out. So if you see your dog eat something that contains cannabis, your vet may include vomiting to prevent further absorption of the toxin. So inducing vomiting. Two factors may interfere with this early defensive strategy. First of all, the signs of toxicity may manifest only after the drug has been absorbed, meaning it's already in the system. And second, cannabis has an anti-emetic effect that inhibits vomiting. So in life-threatening cases, the stomach might have to be pumped, but that appears to be something that veterinarians don't see the need for very often. Activated charcoal may be administered every six to eight hours to neutralize the toxin. So according to VCA, enemas are also used to reduce toxin absorption from the gastrointestinal tract. 
second line of defense in cannabis toxicity involves providing supportive care until the effects of the drug wear off. And that is essentially what my friend encountered with her own dog. Eventually the dog recovered. She suffered no ill effects, but it's something to pay attention to. We all travel. We all go into hotel rooms, put your dog down to run around. And before you know it, maybe there's something under the bed or behind the stool or who knows. So keep an eye out for these things. That's your best line of defense. Be aware, pay attention. Hang tight, guys. Got a little bit of information for you. We'll be right back to the podcast in a minute. Pure Dog Talk is proudly sponsored by Trupanion, medical insurance for the life of your pet. It's the season of giving, so why not give yourself the gift of peace of mind by signing up for Trupanion's Breeder Support Program? Their go-home day offer lets you provide buyers with a special offer to try out a Trupanion policy with waived waiting periods so you can rest easy knowing your litters are covered in their new homes. You'll also get your own dedicated account manager, my favorite, specialized materials to include in your puppy kits, and access to a private breeder support Facebook group. Getting started is easy. Just follow the link on my partner page at puredogtalk.com. All right. So that's a lesson learned from Orlando. Here's another one. Carpets are slippery. I know this might seem counterintuitive, but the AKC National Championship Show, Westminster Kennel Club, a lot of these really big dog shows all across the country feature beautifully carpeted rings to showcase the dogs. Experienced exhibitors know that dogs don't move well on the carpet because their feet slip and they can't drive off their rears. And even in a stack, dogs can have trouble holding what would be a normal stacked position, again, because their back feet typically are slipping out from under them. Best solution to this problem, I was able to share with a Labrador exhibitor this weekend, is keep the dog's feet wet. Spray bottle of water or a wet towel or a wet chamois will keep the hard pads of your dog's feet softer, opening up those kind of horny callus-like things that we think of as pads, if we soften them up, it gives them traction and they get a grip on the carpet. This lets you showcase your dog to its best advantage on the gorgeous red carpet. And I might remind you, your feet need some consideration as well. We're putting lots of hours on those feet, moving, standing, running, walking, you name it. Your entire body depends on those feet, so take care of them. Change your shoes midday. Best tip ever. Just a little bit of shift in the fit or the heel or whatever of the shoe makes an enormous difference. I am often given rations of grief about my shoe suitcase, but I promise you, if I had taken better care of my feet when I was younger, it's a good bet that I'd live with a lot less pain today. So take a tip. Save yourself grief later in life. All right. Third, we would all do well to learn lessons from some of these best junior handlers in the country that we're seeing here in Orlando. They are supportive and they are outstanding sports. They cheer for each other. They encourage each other. They tease their friends through bouts of nerves. 
they are composed under immense pressure and they are driven to succeed. They ooze talent and dedication. You know, they may or may not be the future of the sport, but their futures will be immensely improved by the lessons that they take away from the sport and incorporate into their daily lives. And we hear it all the time. We hear lots about millennial this or teenage entitlement that. But when you see these young men and women working their butts off, literally, sprinting over miles of concrete, competing at the very highest level, and often working what I am well aware are ridiculous hours for handlers in order to support their dreams, you get left with a very different understanding of our youth. The best and brightest of these kids will shine no matter where their life's journeys lead them. Congratulations to all of our junior handler exhibitors here in Orlando. Redemption is a thing. It's another one to think about. Winston Churchill's oft-repeated quote is more fitting to our sport than most. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. I think about that a lot in our sport and watching friends battle back from injuries and defeats and disappointments and setbacks. It's been really inspiring for me, particularly this year. Kelly Shupp, who just handled, full disclosure, our Spinoni to win the sporting group here, shattered her ankle in September. And honestly, we really didn't think she'd even be here and walking by this time. She fought and fought and fought, and I watched her do it through pain and frustration and disappointment. And she dedicated herself to being on the end of Josie's leash to wrap up what had been a history-making year already. Her strength and determination and sheer willpower literally bring me to tears of awe. Sharing is caring, right? Whether it's the yaya sisterhood of the traveling outfits when you win the group and didn't expect to, or a corner of a grooming space in a crowded building, this sport really can bring out the best in us. And I treasure the people and the friendships that are built over my lifetime in this sport. And you guys, I know there's Debbie Downers out there, but I firmly believe that our lives are immeasurably richer when we focus on the positive and find the beauty around us. It's lots easier to do that if you simply avoid and or ignore the folks who would burst that bubble. Next up, big trips are exhausting. <laughs> this is a fact. Having driven cross country innumerable times in various vehicles, daunting weather and impossible schedules, I hereby offer a few words of wisdom. Use them as you wish. Plan ahead. <laughs> Don't do any of this by the seat of your pants, guys. If something can go wrong, it will go wrong, and at the very most inconvenient time. Have backup plans for your backup plans. Pay attention to the weather apps, particularly, you know, it's December, guys. I used Weather Underground to route around upcoming storms a lot. And adding an extra few hours or even a day to the trip to travel safely saved me countless headaches. Factor that into your planning. 
If you don't need the extra day to arrive safely, great. Go to Disney World. Sleep more, eat less. This sounds weird, but it's true. I always stopped for a good night's sleep. I needed it to be safe on the road, and my opinion, the dogs sleep better when the rig isn't moving. And I snack a lot when I'm driving, but I rarely eat a big meal. I also stop every three or four hours. I ex the dogs, I get fuel, walk around a little bit, stretch, keep the blood moving. These are tips to surviving physically the long hours driving. And P.S. Listen to a podcast. Preferably this one. In closing, as we end the year of competition and transition into the holidays, I wanted to take this opportunity to thank you guys. It's been six years now of talking to y'all. I was stopped this week by just a lovely young man who had a barbet. And he shared with me that the whole reason he was at the show was because of the work that we do here. That he discovered the Barbet breed because of our episode with Judy DeKutner. That the podcast gave him the tools and encouragement to stick with it. You know, that really brief conversation was my best Christmas gift ever. Fact. And it's those stories, your stories, that keep me keeping on. So thank you for taking us along with you on your road trips, your workouts, your grooming sessions, your lawnmower. (laughs) I'm looking forward to a whole new year of sharing fabulous stories with you. And I hope you'll join us on the first Tuesday of every month for the live podcast on the Facebook page, Live at Five. And if you haven't had a chance, stop by puredogtalk.com and join our patrons who are getting their pure pep talk. Happy holidays, everyone. See you again next year. Revival Animal Health is a proud sponsor of Pure Dog Talk. Revival Animal Health understands your commitment as a dog breeder. And now is your opportunity to learn what so many breeders already know. Revival is the place to turn for all of your dog breeding needs. During October, save $10 on your order with Revival. Just keep listening and find out how. As the pet vaccine experts, Revival is number one in selection for all your immunization needs. Now, with Spectra vaccines. Breeders trust Revival to protect their moms and get their puppies off to a strong start. Shop Revival's complete line of breeding products from pregnancy, whelping, and newborn care to Revival's own reproductive and neonatal health brand, Breeder's Edge. Visit RevivalAnimal.com and save $10 on your order with code PUREDOGTALK. That's code PUREDOGTALK. This offer is good through the end of October. So remember, code PUREDOGTALK will save you $10 on your order, only at RevivalAnimal.com. Like the NPR of dogdom, Pure Dog Talk is here for you. To make sense out of everyday things, to add nuance to your understanding, and tools to your tech box to bring history to life and propel the living history of purebred dogs into the future. Pure Dog Talk patrons support the work we do here by contributing to our crowdsourcing campaign. In return for the generosity that keeps the MP3s rolling, 
patrons acquire special access opportunities and perks. The most recent addition for our patrons is Pure Pep Talk. These weekly mentoring messages are quick, upbeat, actionable tips and tools for your tech box. Visit www.puredogtalk.com backslash patrons to find out how you can join the best community in dogs. As always, if you have any questions or input, we'd love to hear from you. The show notes and links to resources on today's topic are available at puredogtalk.com. Drop us a note in the comments or email to laura at puredogtalk.com. Remember, guys, this podcast is for you. So if you want to know something, give me a holler. We'll do a podcast for you. If you wouldn't mind, you could help me out here. Take a couple minutes to visit iTunes and give us a review. The Dog Show Superintendents Association is a proud supporter of Pure Dog Talk. Our dog show superintendents are the hardworking people who make the dog show function. They are advocates for education and mentorship in the purebred dog fancy. So stop by the Supers desk at your next show. Tell them how much you love Pure Dog Talk and give them a shout out for their support. That's all for today. Thank you for joining us on Pure Dog Talk.